mean Paula! Why did you say that name? Welcome in randos to the Fandom at Random podcast. I am Ed at Random and I am joined by my cohort, my co-host. Wait a minute, that's not Brian. Who, who the hell is that? Oh, that's Batman. Batman at random in the house today. Brian could not be here. Uh, Brian's got some shit going on. I've got some shit going on. You're going to see me grabbing for tissues here. I don't know if I got a cold. I'm thinking it's allergies, so don't mind me. <laughs> but I'm feeling really crappy. But you know what? We come to do this cast regardless. Whether we're sick, whether we're hurt. We're going to be doing this shit. Uh, and Brian, unfortunately, could not make it because his insides are literally melting. Yes, he actually had to go to the emergency room uh, the other night. He texted me pretty late, which is why this podcast is coming out a little bit later than you're used to seeing. But Brian, on the good, it, he's doing good. He's he's on the mend, so his insides are reforming. Uh, he is not dead. That is a good thing because... Uh, I can only talk so much to myself on this podcast, and this guy over here, he's the uh, he's the strong silent type. He, he's not talking too much. What's going on, Batman? Yeah, see what I mean? There's nothing. Nothing going on. So this episode today, it is all about the moms of, of our lives. I mean, obviously, my mother, Brian's mother, and all of you moms that are watching and listening, thank you so much. You know, happy Mother's Day to you all. But we thought it would be cool to kind of, you know, obviously, Brian and I, we're huge nerds. And we're into a lot of different fandoms. And a big part of that, I don't know about, I'm sure Brian can agree with me, was from my mom. You know, from a young age, uh, I got into a ton of nerdy shit. My mom was one of the ones. She always helped me get comic books and, you know, other nerdy shit that I was into. So I appreciate that. Kind of molded me into the... The fandom nerd I am today. But, I mean, we're going to get into... We've got the news at random, per use. We've got a ton of news to cover because we haven't done that in a couple weeks with some of the random reviews that we've been doing. But check out fandomatrandom.com. All the ways to like us, follow us, listen to us. You know how it goes. You know the drill. And if you can hop on YouTube, tell a friend to hop on YouTube. You can watch us now. And we'd really appreciate if you can subscribe, follow... We're really trying to get our uh, our subscriber base up. Will allow us to do a lot more cool shit on this podcast. But I have rambled enough. Why don't we get into some news? What do you say? What do you say, Batman? Is that good? That's good, Eddie. That's about as good as I can do for a Batman voice. Brian's the impression guy. He's better than I am. All right, news time. Trying to keep the energy up for you people. Trying to keep it up. I just took a bunch of medicine. I'm hurting, but I'm good to go. I'm good to go because there's a bunch of great fandom news to talk about. Let's kick it off with, we talked about this a little bit, and actually, Brian, because you're not here, guess what? I'm going to do some anime news to kick this shit off, so deal with it. So the Demon Slayer movie, which I actually saw a couple weeks back now, fantastic film. Uh, if you haven't seen the anime yet, highly recommend checking it out. Very, very cool. 
current day, I mean, I, you, I, you can make the argument it is probably top three if you're talking about popularity in the last decade or so. So it's, it's up there, man. It's really good. Movie kicked ass, but the movie right now, it surpassed Mortal Kombat the past week in America. So it was the number one film, which is freaking amazing. I mean, it's a fucking anime film. And it has broken even more records now in the world, uh, especially in Japan. This this movie is just doing fantastic. It deserves it. It was amazing. Really, really great film. So it's just amazing to me seeing it in North America. And I understand it's you got COVID still going on. Theaters aren't quite what they should be with you know movies actually coming out. But this thing, man, it has legs. It's put the numbers up. So... It's exciting. We need more anime films in America. Make it happen. More anime shit. Love this. So Dragon Ball Super, which was the continuation of Dragon Ball Z. You know, some people are huge into it. Others, not so much that were more the Dragon Ball and DBZ purists. But hey, it's better than Dragon Ball GT. So I'm excited about that. Another movie is on the way. So last year we got the excellent Dragon Ball Super Broly film, which they kind of retcon Broly. They brought him back in, and I thought it was great. I mean, they really humanized the character. I guess I should say Saiyanized the character. But I'm excited to see what they can do. This is going to be after the well after the top tournament, so Tournament of Power. They're going to get into some crazy shit. So more Dragon Ball, always a good thing. And last bit of anime news, Overlord. One of my favorite Asekai anime. I mean, if you're a fan of, you know, protagonists getting launched into a different world, this puts such an awesome spin on it. You really get, he's pretty much an anti-hero, but he's a big bad, gets dropped into a MMO he ends up living in and takes the shit over, and it's it's fantastic. But Overlord Season 4 was finally announced, and I'm pumped because Seasons 1 through 3, it, it's up there for me, man. It's like one of my top 10 favorite anime. Absolutely love it. And I've been waiting for season four. And on top of that, this is getting a movie too, which is great. So bunch of great anime movies coming out. I'm excited. Maybe some more lizard men sex. Hey, if you've seen the anime, you would get that reference. If you haven't seen it, you're probably like gross. But trust me, check it out. It's good shit. So let's get into, let's talk some Marvel news. And this was pretty big. So Marvel Studios, they're celebrating all of their films. They called it the Celebrate the Movies mega trailer. And it was. It it really started the first half of it. It was, it was actually pretty touching. They had Stan Lee kind of talking over everything. And, you know, it was going back to... You know, the original OG Marvel films, and it kind of snippets here and there. But then the second half was getting into what's to come. And they've got some shit on the horizon. And, you know, speaking of COVID, you know, all of these Marvel films were delayed, not the least of which Black Widow. So Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow film, again, spoilers if you haven't seen Endgame, but she dies. So she dies in Endgame. But her own solo film, it has been... A decade in the making. I'm excited to see it. Curious to see what they can do with the character. Uh, they also showed us more Shang-Chi. Legend of the Ten Rings. Which that teaser trailer already dropped. 
I think that looks badass. We actually got to see a little snippet of Eternals, which I'm super pumped for that. I mean, a bunch of A-list actors in that. Uh, I mean, Angelina Jolie. Jeez, I mean, some of the other ones are escaping me at the moment, but it looks really, really good. Spider-Man No Way Home. And, and the cool thing is, like, they're giving us dates now. We're actually getting hard dates, and this is Marvel actually looking at, you know, Disney Marvel looking at the landscape saying, all right, you know, with the COVID vaccines that are getting out there, theaters are starting to ramp up and open again, and they're not afraid to actually put these dates out, which is which is great. And that was all just 2021. 2022, we're getting Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. We already knew about that. Thor Love and Thunder, we knew about that. But Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, it gets an official title July 8th, 2022. So, I mean, that is prime summer blockbuster. And honestly, it makes sense. I mean, the original Black Panther, it broke so many records, so many barriers uh, when that film came out. And I'm curious to see what the hell are they going to do with the very unfortunate passing of Chadwick Boseman. I mean... Brian and I, we we did a Chadwick Boseman in memoriam episode a while back. If you haven't heard it, go back, check it out. But we kind of speculated what we think they may do in that film. And all of the actors and actresses have already come out and said that they're they're very happy with the direction it's going in, that they are paying good tribute to Chadwick and his character, T'Challa. So we'll have to wait and see, but I'm excited because that property kicks ass. Lastly, in November, you get the Marvels coming out with, uh, it's the sequel to Captain Marvel. And then we got even out to 2023. So Marvel has just been sitting and plotting this powder keg of movies. And now that COVID is, you know, with, again, with the vaccines kind of, kind of tapering its way down, they're going, they're set to explode with films. 2023, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Love the name. It reminds me of the Who's uh, uh, Quadrophenia. So, I mean, Ant-Man and the Wasp. I love me some Paul Rudd. I love him. So, then we also get Guardians of the Galaxy 3 coming out May 5th. And then the final teaser at the end, the kind of coup d'etat. Didn't really say much about it. Fantastic Four. So, this is a long time coming. Marvel and Disney, by extension, or I should say Disney and then Marvel by extension, got the rights back to Fantastic Four and the X-Men. And we are going to see a new Fantastic Four film, hopefully without Doctor Doom as a shitty, nerdy hacker. That would be nice. Doctor Doom is one of the best villains they have. Do the man justice. So I'm excited for that. And you know you know, X-Men are in the wings. It's it's a freaking matter of time. I mean, they're they're going to reboot the X-Men films. It's such a lucrative property. Just a matter of time. So that pretty much covers the Marvel news and what they talked about. Again, like I mentioned, shit ton of stuff dropped. Very exciting. But you know what else was exciting? Star Wars. This was Star Wars week. We had May the 4th be with you this past week. And there was some cool announcements. We got Bad Batch on Disney Plus that dropped. Which is, I mean, for all intents and purposes, you could call it, you know, the new season of Clone Wars. It's really just an extension, but it looks badass. I haven't checked it out yet. I was a big Clone Wars fan. 
I didn't finish Rebels yet. I want to finish, get caught up with that before I get into this. But, I mean, Star Wars property, man. Disney knows what they're doing. They keep on putting that money out. Just go, go, go. And then, this was crazy. So, if you haven't seen this yet, hop on YouTube and type in uh, Disney Lightsabers uh, Galactic Star Cruiser. And they've got, this is kind of a twofer. So, first off, I'll kind of back up a little bit. So, Disney World, they are coming out with, they already made their Star Wars land. Now, they're coming out with the Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel, which they are calling it the ultimate Star Wars experience if you're a hardcore fan. Pretty much what it entails, you you buy you know the rights or whatever to go to the hotel. They bring you to Star Wars land. And you, they literally take you on like, it looks like a mock, like a star cruiser. You go to the hotel. And when you go to the hotel, you can only stay for, I think it's like, I think it's like two nights or something like that. So it's very exclusive. It's probably going to cost an ungodly amount of money, or in this case, credits. And it looks insane. So you go in there, everything from top to bottom is Star Wars. They drop you into the universe. Everybody that works in this hotel is dressed to the part. They are in character. They do not break character. And they encourage, like when you go in there, you know, they give you stuff to change into because they want to create the illusion. They want it to they want everyone to think like when you're in this place, you're literally in the Star Wars universe. And it looks badass. I can't even fathom how expensive it's going to be to do this trip, and it's all connected right into Star Wars land within Disney, so you can leave the hotel, you're already right in the heart of Star Wars land, so I mean, if you're a Star Wars nerd, this is this is the next best thing to like dying and going to Star Wars heaven, so I'm excited, I want to check it out, but another cool thing they showed, which I mentioned right before getting this, the real light, quote-unquote lightsaber, it's crazy, man, they built so you've seen like the force effects sabers over the years, but they already have that, the long already like, all right, this is where I need Brian to come up with something sexual, but you know, they already have the long staff, <laughs> which uh, is, is stationary. It's already on it. So, you know, if you go to a convention and you're cosplaying as a Sith or a, a Jedi, you know, even if you holster it, it still has that kind of clear thing coming out. So it doesn't truly, when it's lit up, it looks cool, but it's not like a true lightsaber. This one is badass. You hit the button and the thing extends all the way out and you can't even see like the ripples or any shit. Like it comes out, it lights up, it looks badass, and then you sheath it and then it goes zoom, goes right back in. So again, some mastery from Disney. I don't know how they do that shit, but they're going to make a lot of money. They're good at making money. That's what they do. Uh, let's talk some Game of Thrones news, which no one has wanted to talk about since the finale, but we got to at least mention it. So House of the Dragon is the prequel series coming out, and it really follows, again, House Targaryen, their rise to power, and it's coming out. They started production in April. There's more and more news coming out that it's pretty much good to go. I, th I think they actually wrapped filming on it is what I read, but I don't know, man. I'm, Brian and I talked about this. The They did this show so dirty in the last couple seasons that 
the reviews are going to have to be through the roof for me to even want to check this out. One thing I will be checking out, though, I ain't going to pay for it, but I'll find a way to, uh, I'll find a crack stream on this shit and stream it. Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul in a boxing match. So, <laughs> fucking Logan Paul and Jake Paul, they are just, I don't know, the dregs of, of YouTubers. Uh, they're just, to me, they're both bona fide a-holes. And Floyd, Wayman, Floyd Mayweather, he ain't much better. But if I can if I can watch Floyd Mayweather beat the shit out of one of the Paul brothers, I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out. Even though it probably won't happen. We they're gonna hype this shit up. It's an exhibition boxing match. You know, both Logan Paul and Jake Paul, they've been getting trying to get into the boxing scene more and more. And I, just, I don't know, man. Floyd Mayweather, he's going to do what he does. Logan Paul is going to go after him. Mayweather's going to dance all over the wing, uh, the ring. He's going to extend it. I, it's probably going to be boring, but, I mean, Mayweather's undefeated. This is an exhibition match, which means even if Mayweather, by some chance in God, he loses the match, you know, he's technically still undefeated, but could you imagine if Logan Paul somehow beats him? Oh, my God. That'd be ridiculous, but... We'll see. It's June 6th at the Hard Rock in Miami. I'm sure we'll check it out. Uh, let's, let's see. We've got a couple more things in the news before we get into uh, the mom-centric shit we're going to talk about. So, uh, Seth, this was interesting to me. So, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen actually came out, uh, speaking of James Franco, saying that he has no plans to work with him following the allegations of sexually inappropriate behavior. And this is kind of a little bit of a flip-flop for Seth Rogen. Uh, the allegations, again, when the um, you know, hashtag MeToo movement came out in Hollywood, James Franco was one of the people that was named uh, as kind of, a, kind of a bad dude that did some shady shit. He ended up settling uh, out of court. It was a, uh, again, I think it was a civil suit. So he settled for a lot of money. I'm sure they signed an NDA, whatever, whatever. But you know, him and Seth Rogen were super tight. And this is pretty telling that it's almost kind of damning in a way that Seth Rogen is taking this stance and just saying, hey, you know, Franco, I'm done with you. So Seth Rogen seems to believe that something shady did go down or something was going down. I don't know what information he had or what he was privy to, but it is a bummer. I mean, they you talk about a lot of the content they created, Pineapple Express, uh, This is the End. Uh, the list, the list goes on. They've they've made a ton of great films together, and it seems like that's come to an end. So whatever, bummer. James Franco, don't be, don't be a dummy. Uh, video game news: Resident Evil Village, Resident Evil Eight Village dropped this past weekend, and I know Brian's not here, but he was pumped for this to drop, and he actually mentioned. I think him and Taylor. Taylor Taylor, I believe they're going to be doing a live stream playthrough. So that's uh that's pretty exciting. You know, I'll I'll definitely check that out. Ain't no way I'm playing it cuz you know me and horror, they do not mix. But I will definitely check that out. Brian will be sure to drop that on our socials when he's doing it, but check us out on Twitch. Good time. And the last thing also this past weekend, Elon Musk, he hopped on Saturday Night Live and Apparently, it was pretty good. I didn't get a chance to check it out yet, but I will. 
a lot of the thing was hyped up with, you know, if he was going to talk about, he's been pushing Dogecoin, again, cryptocurrency for a while now. And we've seen that over the past month or so explode. I've got a couple buddies that bought into it and they're sitting pretty right now. I wanted to buy into it, but good old New Hampshire, we can't buy cryptocurrency in New Hampshire yet. So it's some bullshit. I missed out on that hype train because of it, but whatever. I'll catch the next one, I hope. Uh, that's about it. So let's get into our fandom focus of the week. Again, very mom-centric, as it should be. Here we go. week's episode brian and i will be interviewing our moms with some fandom related questions so we thought it'd be cool being mother's day weekend and all that we could get our moms kind of uh you know they're huge supporters of our podcast so thank you very much and we wanted to get them involved and we said all right each of us let's take five questions i'm like brian you reach out to your mom i'll reach out to mine I'll see what they want to, you know, and we, we, we said too, we were like, all right, I, I don't want to know what you're going to ask her. I'll ask mine, whatever. I won't tell you. And we'll see what they come up with. And we kind of had to think, all right, fandom related. So we're thinking, you know, movies, television, celebrity, yada, yada, yada. What can we ask them? And I think we came up with some pretty cool questions. So obviously I would have loved to have had Brian here to kind of talk about, you know, his mom, this or that. And, Again, it it's amazing to me that we've been doing this podcast now and I've known Brian forever. And, you know, our moms get brought up pretty frequently just talking about, you know, this or that. And it literally was not until this episode when we both realized we both have both of our moms are named Paula. And again, that's why it's even more fitting. We've got Batman here, the whole Batman v Superman trope with, you know, Martha. Why'd you say that name? Your your mom's name is Martha too? And we kind of had one of those moments. It's like, oh shit, they're both named Paula. So let's start with Paula, Brian's Paula. So Brian's mom. And these were the questions that Brian asked her. So first question, what was the first movie you saw in the theater? Her answer, Jaws. And I can completely back up that people were scared to go in the water because I was one of them. So, Paula, I I feel you on this. I saw Jaws at a very young age, and that shit has scarred me for life. Like, I, to this day, I don't like going in the ocean. I'm actually one of those people, too, like, and I'm sure we all had this, like, the fear of, you know, you see Jaws, and then you even when you go in a pool... And you go under the water and close your eyes and you're like, oh my God, oh my God, is is there a shark in here? So I can agree with that. And that's a great one. I mean, that was, you're talking, that movie took pop culture by storm and nobody wanted to go in the water that summer. Next question. What was your favorite TV show as a kid? Oh, I love this. Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Friday, happy days. Great show. Great show. Had the Fonz. Hey. Uh, she also said we were not very rich. So when we finally got a TV, Happy Days was the only thing we were able to watch, which is uh, which is crazy. 
we take it for granted nowadays, like just the number of channels and different programs and ease of access we have to watch things. I mean, even just having cell phones, I mean, we can, uh, content is borderline unlimited. And then when you when you bounce back to our, our parents' generation, especially early on, that was not the case. I mean, it, it was limited. But even that being said, Happy Days, one of the best shows ever. Next question. What was your favorite toy as a kid? Great question. Answer, the big wheel. The only thing to do back then was play outside, which is how it should be. So when you had a big wheel, you knew you were you were with who everyone wanted to hang out with. So I loved my big wheel, and I'm sure everybody loved their big wheel having one as a little kid. It, you just felt like such a badass, you know, you just cruising around the block. And those things with the big tires, you could drive over everything. You're shooting over curbs, up over grassy hills. Big wheels were the shit, so that's a great answer. Next question. If you could bring back anything from your childhood, what would it be? Her answer, 10-cent brown bags of candy. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't see that anymore. Definitely not, uh, especially with inflation. Candy, candy ain't 10 cents in a brown bag anymore. Last question, and finally, who is your favorite kid? <laughs> Her answer, your brother, of course. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Oh, man. But Brian actually has two brothers, so I wonder which one it is. Ooh, big question. But, uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you, Paula, for submitting those questions. And uh, one of these days soon, we'll get you physically on this podcast because uh, you got to come on. You got to come on. So moving on to other Paula, my mom. So I sent questions to my mom and I said, Mom, she, she ended up coming over this past weekend. They ended up helping me with the house project, which I super appreciated her and my dad. Best people ever. But I asked my mom, I said, hey, while you're here, you know, I know you you were writing down your answers. Why don't you come downstairs and actually record with me real quick? That way we can actually get you your audio on the cast. Wouldn't let me do video. I'm, I'm warming her up to that. I'll get her on here eventually, Randos. But she, I at least got her to do the audio. So what I'm going to do here, I'm going to play the drop. Hopefully you all enjoy it. Here we go. Hey, Randos. We have a very special guest in the studio today. None other than... My mom, Paula Chambers. What's going on? Hi, honey. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Thank you so much for coming on this Mother's Day weekend. And it is the perfect time to have you on. And yeah, I mean, this this whole podcast, this whole episode is dedicated to uh, dedicated to you. You and uh, Brian's mom, who uh, I know Brian has some questions queued up for her as well. But I thought it'd be fun to have you on and throw a couple completely random fandom related questions your way and i'm excited to hear i have no idea what your answers are going to be and i'm excited do you want to get right into it oh yeah <laughs> all right perfect perfect so right off the bat what was your favorite cartoon show growing up it's hard to pick one or two but i'd have to say the flintstones nice and the Jetsons. Nice. And that that's a cool pick. Um, you know, you, you kind of have the... They both came out around the same time, but they were two 
similar shows at the opposite ends of the timeline. You know, you had the Flintstones in the Stone Age and you had the Jetsons in the future. Right. One so, came on first, then the other one. Yeah, so it was a kind of a cool back-to-back -back concept because, you know, back to the Stone Ages with dinosaurs and then way into the future, future. with robots. Yeah. What was the name of the robot? Was it Alice? Alice? Uh, not... Al no, what was the name of the uh, the helper robot? I'm trying to remember now. Al was, you know, George Elroy? Jet. No, there no. was Elroy was the boy. George no, the dog. Jetson. His dog, Elroy. Yeah. And Jane, his wife. Daughter. They had the robot. Judy. They had the robot made. That's gonna kill me now. I'm trying to remember uh. what she was called. Oh, I'm gonna I'm know. gonna have to look that one up. I'm gonna have to look that one up. But yeah, that's a uh, that's a good choice. I like it. Why? Thank you. I like it. All right, question number two I threw your way. Okay, I'm ready. This one I'm curious about. What is the best live concert you've ever been to? And was there ever a band you regret not being able to see live? Oh, my Lord. And, I mean, we've talked. I grew up, you know, you and Dad had... I'm jealous because you guys, in my opinion, grew up during the golden age of music. Absolutely. I mean, you're talking, you know, the, the late 60s, 70s 80s and even early 90s to a degree mm -hmm. with some of those bands like nirvana pearl jam alice and chains but i mean you guys had the that late 60s into the 70s was just like the musical renaissance absolutely and i know you're a huge music fan what was the what was the best show you've ever been to oh my goodness there's been so many i can't just pick one um well aerosmith i've seen at least seven times oh nice don't want to close my eyes. <laughs> oh, I love Aerosmith. Um, the second one was Prince. Oh, okay. I saw Prince at Boston Gardens in the 90s, I believe it was. It was phenomenal. The guitars, the shape of them, everything, his outfits. Yeah, he was, he was a hugely underrated guitarist. Absolutely. Musician in general, he was, he was amazing. Oh, he was amazing to see live. Purple rain, purple rain. That's a good one. What about... um? Oh, I have one more. Yeah, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, trifecta. Yep. This one, we actually took you and your sister Lindsay to see. I remember. You do. It's Mr. Robert Plant, Jimmy Page, and Jason Bottom at the Boston Gardens. Yeah, yeah. What the, a show. The closest thing you'd ever see to Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah. And I remember... I mean, I was... Shit. You I were in junior have, high. I was going to say, I had to have been 13, 14 maybe. Yeah, yeah. So I was young and Lindsay was only maybe 11. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I remember like, you know, going to that show and it was mainly like the older generation. And I remember there were like people, I'm like, Lindsay was like, what's that smell? Why are they, why are they smoking the funny cigarettes? Oh. Oh. <laughs> and I remember that there was people like all around us who they're all high as a kite rocking out to Zeppelin. And they're like, oh, man, you brought your kids to this? And, like, they're all telling us, like, oh, man, you got the coolest parents. Like, you know, this is like a once-in-a-lifetime thing. You know, it's so great you're experiencing this. Well, we loved music, and you appreciated music. So that right there, that was the best. A lot of our friends wanted to go, but we said, no, we have to take our children to this. Yeah, yeah, and I remember remember when we left the show oh, and the I people do. were going nuts, yep. like, like breaking shit and, like. Oh, we were, I was scared. <laughs> And that was one of my like that was one of the first concerts I ever went to. And I yeah. would I would say like it's still to this day top 3. I mean, when you go see pretty much Led Zeppelin, oh. I mean, it, everything else is going to pale in comparison. Yep. Now, what about 
are there any bands or artists that you regret never seeing? Oh, yeah. I would say Queen. Yeah, I love Queen. Yeah, you and I are huge Queen fans. Oh, my goodness. Brian is as well. I love Queen. And, of course, the Beatles. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Beatles... The Beatles are my probably number one. I mean, the the amount of number one hits and songs they wrote in such a short time was just amazing. Yeah, their and, songwriting and how they work together and unbelievable. But you mentioning Queen is funny. Brian actually mentioned that. we uh, I think in our 100th episode, that was one of the questions somebody asked yep. us. It was like if we could have gone yes. to any live show. And he said it was Queen. Yep. I believe at Wembley. Was that live, Ed? Oh, boy. No, that wasn't live, Ed. Um Forget I forget what it was. And in, in any case, one of the greatest shows of all time. You know, Freddie Mercury oh. died way before his time. Amazing voice. So sad. Yes. No. Good. Uh, good answers. Good answers. I like it. All right. Question number three, and we've got five questions total here, so we're uh, we're we're running right on through here. So this one I was curious about because mm. I'm a big tabletop board gamer. I'm a card game guy, you know, Magic the Gathering. But I was curious, what would you say is your favorite board game of all time? Favorite board game? I'd have to say Cribbage, because my father taught me when I was young, and we could never beat him. (laughs) I think I might have beat him once in my lifetime. Yeah, that sounds like Papa, for sure. Yep. Um, And Scrabble. Scrabble? I like Scrabble. I, I don't even know how to play Cribbage. You'll have to show me. I know. So let's do question number four. So if you were stranded on a desert island and only had one book to read over and over again for the rest of your life, what would you choose? And feel free to like audible out of any of these questions. Like if there's something else you'd rather bring up instead, but or if there's other shit you want to talk about, you talk about whatever you want. It's your weekend. It's your Mother's Day. So, Well, okay. Here's a new podcast. Mama Paula. (laughs) No, I'm only kidding. Um, Mom at random. (laughs) Um, I do love to read. I like to read all different things. I'm sorry, Brian, except for horror. I I am a big baby when it comes to horror, Brian. Fudgicals. Well, well, well um, Brian, I mean, it, uh, that's apparently where I get it from because I'm, you know me, me baby. and horror don't mix, so. <laughs> all right. How about favorite book? How about the never ending story? Because it never ends. No. Um, <laughs> Would have been a good pick. Uh, I, I think romance. I like romance. Uh, how, uh, how about your baby books? Then I could see scrap scrapbook pictures and stories of you and Lindsay. Oh, jeez. So I could look at you. The classic <laughs> mom answer. Yeah, I love all different books. Let's see. And I do like to read books before I see a movie. Yeah, I know you got huge into the Game of Thrones books. And I then, did. Unfortunately, uh, the yeah. ending of the show yeah. <laughs> kind of killed it. And George R. R. Martin is taking over a decade to write another book. I think you should rewrite it. Hey. I do. Hey, call me up. I'll 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 put you in, coach. I'll, I'll go for it. Okay. I'll go for it. All right, question five. What is your favorite memory of me from when I was a younger from when I was younger doing something super nerdy? Oh my goodness. Something nerdy. Hmm. Well, you'd like to do the moonwalk, Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. That was cute. You- <laughs> Shout out to Alicia, my niece. <laughs> oh, yeah. She loves the MJ. She does. Um, you love to wear Batman and Karate Kid pajamas, always. Oh, yeah. 
Let's see. Oh, your auntie made you a Pee Wee Herman house out of cardboard. <laughs> that was so funny. You'd go in it and... <laughs> but you, you, zombie. <laughs> zombie. You loved video games and comic books. You loved to read, and you would remember all the names of everything. It's a gift and a curse. Yeah. And you know what? I even dressed you nerdy in your little bow ties and suspenders. Oh, it all You're makes so sense. You're so handsome. It all makes sense now. And I'm guy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> No, I that that's that's good. You know, it's it's uh always funny. I'm so glad to have you on and recollect and but is there uh is there anything else you want to bring up or talk about or Well, you you, uh, you tell me. What do you think? I mean, if if you have something on your mind, tell me about it. Well, I know one time you asked me, have I ever had a mom fail?" Oh, like like have you ever had a mom fail? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I we you were, and we, Lindsay asked me that. We were gonna we were gonna actually gonna do an episode about that a while back, and that was something I had asked you. The only thing I can think of, and I know I can't get in trouble for now because it was like thirty something years ago. <laughs> when, Statue of limitations. <laughs> Statue of limitation. Yes, I I plead innocent. I put you in your car seat, and back then you'd put you in the little car seat, and you'd put the strap over your shoulder. I was with my sister. We put you in your car seat, buckled you all in, got into my Sky Skyhawk. I think it was bright yellow. You had to push the seat forward to get the car seat back there. So we just started going off, took a little corner, and you the car seat rolled over because we <laughs> forgot to buckle in the other strap. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, but you were fine. You were laughing. Oh, my goodness. That was terrible. Ah, you know, brain, little but, brain but, damage never hurt anybody. <laughs> but you were fine. <laughs> oh, great. That was my mom fail, and that's it. <laughs> I remember the Uncle Johnny fail. Oh, boy. That's another story. I went out shopping to Toys R Us with Auntie, and Uncle Johnny was watching you, and we were at Papa's house, and he had the wrought iron um, steer rails yep. going up to the um, upstairs, and you put your head through the wrought iron, your head got stuck. We came home, and Johnny's like, I'll never babysit again. He put margarine all over your head to try to get you out. Um, I don't know, peanut butter, all different things. And finally, they had a um, saw. Saw oh, the yeah. wrought iron <laughs> to get which, your head out. Which, hey, if you're listening and this happens to your kid, I actually found this on Reddit, a life pro tip. So if they stick their head through, everybody immediately panics and they're trying to push the head backwards. Instead, what you should do, actually have your child take their body and turn and go all the way through the railing. So keep going head first because the head is like, the, the, the way it's positioned, spot. it's the biggest part of the body. Yep. So odds are, if they were able to get their head in, their entire body should be able to slip right through the rest of the railing. Oh, my Lord. So all I had to do was keep going forward, and I probably could have made it all the way. <laughs> Instead, I got Johnny. covered in butter and oh God knows God. what else trying I'll to wedge my that. head out. <laughs> oh, Eddie. Oh, shit. I had so many laughs with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. And, uh, you know, a lot of the fandoms and things I grew up in, I mean, it's stuff that you and Dad got me into early on, so I, I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate you coming on and, uh, you know, happy Mother's Day to you. Oh, thank you, Love darling. you so much. All the support you give me, all the support you give, uh, you know, this, hey, this podcast too. And uh, Brian, man, you know, my mom, I think she's our biggest fan. Woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> but I can see, I can see it. Don't try to hide it. There's, there's no video going on, but the tears are coming. Oh, They're welling up. Stop. We're going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> 
But thank you so much for oh, coming on, you. Mom. Thank you for everything you do. I love you too. And uh, yeah, we'll have to have you back on soon, but with some video next time. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Randos. Uh, it's been fun. Later. Later. <laughs> love Bye. you. Bye-bye. Hey, how about that? Yeah, great job, Mom. Great job to Brian's mom with those questions as well. A little round of applause. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you again to all of the moms out there. We truly appreciate it. Also, my wife, Nicole. Terrific mom to Grayson and my little dog son, Shadow, who is, uh, he's growing up. And actually, I guess by extension, Taylor Taylor. Uh, the mom to Ripley, another furry, uh, furry little friend. But, I mean, Brian, I did it. I feel like shit, but we <laughs> I got through this cast with the help of Batman. Dude, you better come back next week. I hope your insides are stopping, <laughs> stop melting at this point because Batman didn't give me much help this week. Dude, you, you failed me. You failed me. You made me talk like for, what is it, 41 minutes by myself. Terrible, terrible. But we will be back next week with another podcast full of random fandoms and all the things that we love to discuss. I am Ed at Random. That is Batman at Random. Again, happy Mother's Day to you all. Peace out. <laughs>